0: Hello, everyone. I hope you are staying toasty out there in this very frigid Florida weather. I am unhappy about it. Uh, Very not glad that it's cold. That's not why I live in Florida. I live for the sunshine. This is Julie Townsend. You are listening to Downtown Dish. We are with us from 5 to 6 p.m. on Tuesdays. And I try to bring you news and updates and interesting stories from uh, around downtown. And sometimes we stray a little farther out of downtown. We've talked to folks from Midtown. We've talked to folks from the Lake Morton Neighborhood Association And, uh, but all of those things work together. It's all in concert to make our central city uh, an amazing place to uh, have a business and to play and uh, to work. And uh, so we like to bring you news and updates from around the area. Tonight, uh, I'm going to be chatting, hopefully, uh, depending on (laughs) who calls in. Uh, We've got just call ins today. Everyone was either too busy to uh, leave their businesses. I'm trying to interview some of our newer retailers. And uh, we're also going to be talking to uh, the marketing director or the director of live entertainment and community relations from the Lakeland Magic as well. So he can give us an update on on the magic and what's going on over there. And we're very happy to have them as part of our community. So we're going to talk to uh, hopefully, the, the owners uh, of June Taylor, and then later uh, at the half hour, we're going to talk to the owners of Etoile Dancewear. Uh, both are new businesses to downtown Lakeland. They are not new businesses to Lakeland. They both moved from a, another area in the city and relocated their businesses recently to downtown Lakeland. So we're going to hear from them how the move has impacted their business. Are they glad they did it? Uh, and, uh, just, you know, what their general feelings are about, uh, retail, uh, in this, uh, new COVID environment that we're living in. But also just a few other updates, the weather, you know, as we know has been kind of yucky the last few days, it was definitely yucky the last Saturday for the farmer's market. Uh, we had a great number of vendors that still, uh, persevered and showed up. We had 75 vendors show up on Saturday this past Saturday and just tough it out with us. Uh, and we had some we had some customers come down as well. So we thank you for shopping at the farmers market in in that unpleasant weather. But this Saturday I think is not going to be much better. <laughs> so unfortunately, uh, we have a fun little event called uh, Taste of the Market, and we do that every other month on the last. Saturday of the market, but we decided, uh, last Saturday of the month rather, but we decided that we're going to postpone it uh, to February 12th so that it gets, you know, the biggest bang for the buck. Taste of the market is um, a fun little event. You buy 10 tickets for $10 and then you're able to use those tickets and walk around, we give you a little map and you can try different samples from the food vendors that are at the market. So uh, a lot of folks, we have a lot of food vendors, a lot of folks who make their own uh, goods and it's difficult to, you know, be able to purchase from everyone. So this gives you an opportunity to just get a little sample and talk to that vendor and learn more about their process and their products. Uh, We also have many, many others that give out free samples every week, uh, regardless of the ticket. So the dollar size sample is a little hardier than what you would normally find in the free sample size. But we still have, in addition to the 10 tickets for $10 to purchase uh, the hardier samples, there's many that just give away free samples every single Saturday anyway. So we're saving that event. We decided to postpone it uh, to the f- to February 12th, and that'll be more of a Valentine weekend kind of fun thing going on. And uh, so you don't have to buy those tickets in advance. We have a market tent uh, located right in front of the Lakeland Downtown Development Authority office on 117 North Kentucky, right next to Expirations. Of course, you have to walk to that location because the streets are closed for the farmer's market uh, on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. So just walk up to that tent, buy your tickets. You can share them. Uh, it's not 10 per person necessarily. It's just 10 in a pack. You can share them with someone or you can uh, use them all yourself. You can save them for another month if you have some left over. Uh, but it makes a great uh, opportunity to walk around and uh, sort of forces you to interact with some folks that perhaps you have missed along the way in your travels through the farmer's market. So uh, if you haven't been to the farmer's market in a long time, uh, we have uh, several new uh local produce vendors. Um, so we're very excited to have those. Uh, and some are, some are part-time because they they're do they growing their own things. So the seasonality of those products uh, and those that produce is obviously dictating how much product they can bring. Uh, at least one is a hydroponic. So that means that he's growing things, you know, year-round in, in that sort of situation. Um, but, yeah, we're super excited. Our goal is always to have – Farmers, because we're a farmer's market, uh, so we look to um, promote and recruit local farmers to to sell their, their goods at our market. We do have a few resellers that, of course, you know, we're very happy to have. They are able to provide a lot of produce that obviously isn't grown in Florida or not grown in that particular season, So, but they are um, able to provide a lot of products that you would normally want, you know, when you— the kind of things you would expect when you'd go into a grocery store you're gonna you're gonna find at the farmer's market but we have so many amazing other types of food vendors that are making their own sauces and their own seasonings uh we have a great pasta vendor making local uh homemade pasta and pasta sauces uh, so many great bakers um but from breads to pastries so it just goes on and on. I hope I'm making you hungry, and I hope that you are excited to come to the farmer's market, get bundled up, come downtown, uh, just enjoy the cold weather for one day, go outside, do something fun, walk around the farmer's market, and uh, and then learn more about Taste of the Market. We will have that on February 12th. So when we come back from break, uh, we're going to talk with the owners of June Taylor. So stick around, and we'll be back right after the break. And we are back. You are listening to Downtown Dish. I'm Julie Townsend, your host, and I am the director of the Lakeland Downtown Development Authority. We are the folks who try to bring you lots of fun downtown with First Fridays and the farmer's market and Tasty Tuesday and uh, just marketing downtown in general. And so as to that point, I actually have on the phone with me and is my guest for the next segment, uh hopefully Bill and Kelly, but maybe just Kelly. I don't know. No, we're both here. Okay. Yay! <laughs> so <laughs> Kelly and Bill Riley are the owners of June Taylor. And uh, we're so thrilled to have you in our downtown, but I know that, that you are not a new business to Lakeland. So um want to just give you the opportunity to tell us, tell us all about you. Why, why did you open your store? When did you open your store? And, and uh, what kind of products do you have?
1: Well, We were in Dixieland part of town for about four years total before we moved downtown. Um, We actually started in probably one of my very first events was uh, the downtown farmer's market. A friend of mine, we did a booth probably seven or eight years ago. We shared it for a month. And then I would do other other markets and stuff because I had a lot of vintage. Originally, I was doing um, handmade blankets, so I was able to take those to the... um, the farmer's market, and then um, did markets for a few years, and then we uh, moved into the shop across the street. We were one of the first vendors when they first opened about four years ago, five years ago now. Um, and then we were in the shop across the street for two years, and then we moved to our own space um, June of 2019, and we were there for two years in Dixieland.
0: So you you said you made your own homemade blankets, but I know you have lots more than that in your store. Well,
1: yeah, definitely evolved uh, a little bit from, like, a ladder of blankets to um, a whole shop. Now, downtown what we have is um, we do have textiles and stuff because I do still love all that. But we are vintage. We are home goods. We have art. We have rugs. We have... um, Furniture that we've repurposed and redone, that Bill's redone for the most part. And we also carry some new furniture, uh, especially upholstered goods we have, like modern pieces um, that are new. And we we do have some new um, dressers. Just a very eclectic mix. And really from week to week, we don't know what the shop's going to look like.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that is what's fun is that you could go in every week and basically almost see an entirely new store which is a lot of fun
1: yeah we spend a lot of time actually on that every um we're open wednesday through sunday so wednesday thursday friday saturday we're 10 to 5 sunday we're 11 to 3 mondays and tuesdays we're closed um so wednesdays we uh have somebody that keeps the shop for us while we go out and really search for things and look for things we bring a lot of that New stuff for the weekend on Thursdays and kind of really completely re kind of do this, um, the shop, we try to recreate the different vignettes. We do a lot of stuff through Instagram and um, online. So we like to be able to have a good content for those and for it to look different for people that like to come by every week.
0: Yes, it's very visually appealing uh, from from the roadway, uh, looking in through the windows, and then when you walk in, there's you have a lot of merchandise, but it doesn't feel cluttered or or um, you know erratic. It feels like it's very well put together, but it's just it's it's a lot of eye candy. So you could spend a lot of time in there and probably not see everything uh, in one visit. So. Uh, that's one of the things I love about your, I love about your store. Um, well, you. Yeah. So you guys are located uh, in, in, on Cedar, but yes. your, but your address, address. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your address is Kentucky. So, um, yeah. but that's, you know, one of those things about downtowns. It's just, you know, you're in a building that fronts on one street and you're the side parcel. So it's just a, uh, just the way yeah. it is. Yeah.
1: Once people find us, they're good. Sometimes they have to give me a call and ask where we are, and that's okay. And then they never have to do it again after they do it that one time.
0: Right, right. So even though there's not a Cedar address, you are uh, um, on the little stretch of Cedar, which is probably one of the smallest streets in all of (laughs) Lakeland, certainly in downtown, uh, right right there by uh, Jimmy John's. So you're behind Jimmy John's, if everyone's familiar. Right right by
1: the Culkin Garage. Yes,
0: right that's by the, really nice. con- conveniently located by the parking garage and very <laughs> near Munn Park. So, um, you said bill, Bill's bill got some work, he you put him to work doing some uh re- refurbishing of furniture. I'm doing it right now, <laughs> I'm, letting, <laughs>
1: I'm, letting her, I'm letting her talk, and then I'm, I'm finishing up a piece right now. And Multitasking,
0: now. good job, yeah. Bill. That's what I like, <laughs> that's what I like husbands to do, multitask.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he's, he's like, I need to get this done so we can bring it in on Thursday. So, you know, it's a constant, it's a constant thing, but we like it. So we're happy
0: with that. So are you off shopping those pieces at, at other types of, um, you know, secondhand stores and things like that?
1: Um, you know, people, I get that question a lot. Like, where do we get stuff? And uh, we get it everywhere. I mean, we do get it at some other places. Um, it's especially if it needs to be redone and we can bring it back to life and we'll get those pieces. And uh, we do a lot of um, flea markets. We go out of town. We know a lot of people now because whereas we've only been in downtown for a few months, we've been in the business for seven or eight years. So we know a lot of people that we can buy from at this point. People call us now um, because they have things that, that they you know, either they're not in love with anymore or their parents are. Um, or there's downsizing involved, so it's just there's a lot of avenues for merchandise.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I, I think I've experienced some of that myself. Uh, I inherited a lot of furniture. <laughs> yeah. From, right.
1: Yeah. So we from, get those calls. <laughs> yeah,
0: in-laws downsizing, but like they don't want to get rid of it, so now I have to hold on to it for future generations. It's
1: uh... right. Yes, yeah. I never feel it's quite that person's responsibility. <laughs> We 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 kind of take pride in being able to kind of either give it a new life or be able to find the first per, a person that's going to love that seat. Right, so it's not really a burden for a family anymore. Like we really enjoy helping on that side of things.
0: Well, that's good. So, what what did you guys do uh, prior to this endeavor seven or eight years ago?
1: We were both teachers. Oh. Um, Bill, so I taught for twenty one years. You taught for ten or so. Yeah, I was more in and out of teaching. Did it for a yeah. few years and then would do something else and then go back. Uh, but right before I left, I was teaching, or right before we opened full time in Dixieland, I was teaching, and then Bill taught middle school math.
0: Ah, uh, 21 years, yeah. And wow,
1: we're just doing something new.
0: <laughs> Bless you, math and middle school. That's yeah, that's that's a double whammy right there. <laughs> you are a saint. <laughs> they
1: loved him he was great it's nice I I enjoy having full attention and doing this together again yeah, actually I- during COVID we had both quit and we're doing um, in 2019 we were both doing the shop and then when we got shut down and it looked a little scary Bill went back last year and I stayed doing it by myself sort of I mean he was still helping me out a lot but he went back into the classroom and kind of how we
0: kept it alive and so
1: it was good a good thing
0: so you had a, a, a nice location in Dixieland and and I love Dixieland I always try to promote I live in the Lake Morton neighborhood and so Dixieland is near and dear to my heart uh as well as downtown um, but you did decide to move, so what what, what inspired you to, to leave Dixieland and, and relocate to downtown? Well,
1: the space, we really loved the space. We would walk by it a lot, and we just kind of explored the space. But we also just loved the, the traffic that's down there. Um, the, the market just, people are down there, and they're out of their cars, and it just, was just really nice to have... Um, that visibility for people that are already kind of going walking around and exploring.
0: Well, one of the, the things that, you know, sort of I've learned in, in dealing with retail over the years is that, you know, it's hard to get people to turn a corner. Uh, <laughs> they like to walk yeah. linearly. They want to walk up and down.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, yes, yeah. so I do feel like we even have that in front of us a little bit because we are all on that side street. Um, but people are finding us. We get to put the little A-frame down the end of the corner, so that's nice, and we can put some merchandise outside, so that's always helpful. And just eventually, you know, people still find us every week, and I think that's what will happen for a long time. Um, but they like what they see when they come in, and they, they come back, so that's good. It's just it's definitely definitely good to be down there. I think being by the parking garage has helped too.
0: Yeah, you can walk
1: on that street.
0: Right, you have some built-in foot traffic for folks that are parking and they have no choice but to walk past your business. So that's good. And oh. I do like the fact that you start started putting racks outside and I saw that you have clothing now. Is that all vintage clothing or is there some yeah. things that are
1: It's all um I would, I don't know how old some of the pieces are, but they're <laughs> very nice. <laughs> oh, vintage. Yes, yeah, they're vintage and we've had the clothes before and we don't have a lot of clothes, but we'd like to um, have more and more all the time because people really—it's really been um, well received. Just from that little rack, I almost have trouble keeping it full because the people are uh, buying, buying things every week. That was kind of fun, and I think that that's really helped people see us instead of just having the windows because they have to turn their head. <laughs> and I don't know they always do. It is funny.
0: It is funny. It- Turn, yeah, and do my door to turn is kind that?
1: of a weird door, too, so it's just nice to have something outside.
0: Yeah. Our well,
1: doors are a little bit also.
0: Well, we appreciate that you chose downtown to relocate your business. We're super glad that you're here. Um, remind everyone, again, where you're located uh, right before we go to break. Yes.
1: Yeah. We, our building is on 125 North Kentucky Avenue, which you'll see is Jimmy John's. We're right underneath the Lost in the Park off Cedar Street. So right behind Jimmy John's and before the alley and the parking garage. Awesome. We're open Wednesday through Saturday 10 to 5 and Sunday 11 to 3.
0: All right. Well, thanks, Bill and Kelly. And uh, we'll see you downtown and we'll see everyone else or hear everyone else after the break.
1: Thank you, Julie. Thanks. We appreciate it.
0: We are back. You are listening to Downtown Dish. I am your host, Julie Townsend. I work for the Lakeland Downtown Development Authority, and we bring you fun events like First Friday and the Farmer's Market, uh, Tasty Tuesday, um, and we do lots of other things that are not nearly as fun or glamorous. Today, uh, I just finished interviewing Bill and Kelly Riley. They are the owners of June Taylor, a lovely little store that used to be in Dixieland, but moved to downtown uh, just in the last year or so. And uh, we are super happy that they moved. Sounds like they're being uh, very successful in their new location. Uh, they're actually on Cedar Street, which is off of Kentucky. Their address says Kentucky because they're a, sort of a suite of of the original ground floor of the loft building at the corner of uh, Maine, of uh, Kentucky and Cedar right off of Munn Park. Uh, so if you park in the, the garage at Cedar Street, you'll walk straight past them on your way to the farmer's market. So definitely stop in and see their store. They have lots of fun things. You'll, you'll spend uh, a good solid hour just browsing and, and, and enjoying that and then probably walk away with a, a nice little purchase as well. So thanks to Kelly and Bill for calling in. Uh, my next guest has not called in yet, and I know that he may have difficulty because he is uh, the only one manning his store. Uh, uh, Colin Claypool is the owner of Etoile Dancewear, and he just moved in just a few months ago uh, across from on South Kentucky Avenue, uh, across from Taco Bus and Palace Pizza. Uh, he's near uh, Revival. Um, and Molly's and um, Cake Maker Studio and Pita Pit, all those amazing places on South Kentucky, uh, just opened uh, just a few months ago. But he's alone in his business at the moment, so he said if he was busy with a customer, customers got to take priority. So we may have to skip over Colin, but if he calls in, I'll certainly break in with breaking news from Colin, and we will uh, see, give it, have him give us an update on his business and his new location. But in the meantime, uh, just speaking of retail, um, one of the challenges for retail in downtown, uh, as the way I see it, is just we we do have limited space. Um, We are always looking for new retailers. Retailers need other retailers to be successful, hence the idea of a mall. Uh, We need clusters of those types of businesses to be successful and to play off one another and to, you know, Share customers and, um, you, know, expo- uh, you know, have the opportunity for new customers. And um, so one of the challenges that I face as the downtown development director is when folks come to me looking to open a space or open a business in downtown is really just finding them a location. Um, we do have, I- I'm sure some of you are thinking, I know there's empty spaces in downtown. I drive past them and they've been vacant for years. Yes, you are correct, uh, but those are in some serious disrepair uh, for the most part. And, uh, you know, to be politically correct, I will say that those owners are um, unmotivated. <laughs> How about that? They're unmotivated to improve their property uh, to the to the point where someone can come in and do a build out uh, and, and, and open a retail store or a restaurant. So... We've had some challenges. Uh, The good news is, is that we're not alone in that. Every time I go to any kind of uh, national uh, Main Street type organization uh, or conference, we all are singing the same tune. We're crying about the same types of problems in our downtown. So on the one hand, it's nice to know we're not alone in our problems, but the other uh, the bad news is, is that no one's been able to solve those problems and then share their solutions with the rest of us so that we can all move past these challenges that we find in downtowns. So we'll keep plugging along. That's what we do. Uh, we'll keep plugging along. But yes, we are, we, 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 ch- we struggle with uh, the, the space because there really just isn't that many, there aren't that many buildings um, to, to choose from. We have lost a lot of buildings in the 70s and 80s when uh, a lot of the things got ripped down and now you have uh parking lots and you have bank drive throughs and things like that that took away a lot of our historic structures uh back before it was cool to save your historic downtowns and so you know and the the other challenge is is not so much of a challenge but a blessing is our beautiful munn park so we don't have uh you know building reciprocity on, on those three blocks, but you are overlooking the nice park. And so pedestrians are definitely forgiving uh, when one side of the street is a park and the other side is business versus one side's parking lot and one side's business. So it's all about walkability and, you know, people watching and getting folks out of their cars and onto the sidewalks uh, in and out of the stores and businesses and, and um, using just the walking around of a downtown as an experience so, um, but we have had some success recently. It's an ebb and flow sort of situation with uh, all downtowns. Uh, most downtowns that I've ever dealt with, uh, if not all, are not, uh, are not like a mall where you have one central organization or company that manages the properties. So it's impossible for me or my organization or anyone else for that matter, uh, but for zoning to dictate what type of business can go in any given parcel. So uh, you might say, why in the heck is that business in that location? Or why did they, whoever they are, the magical they, why did they let that happen? Uh, Well, you know, they are not the property owner. (laughs) So if they are not the property owner, there's not much that can be done if that property owner is, uh, you know, motivated, obviously, to rent his or her property, and we don't begrudge anyone the ability to do that. But they certainly aren't going to hold out for uh, months and months of and have vacancy waiting for that perfect tenant that uh, would you know be best for downtown, so to speak. So, but we have had some success. Uh, we have two other retailers that we're going to talk to at some point, but ha- didn't get a chance to talk to them today. Uh, Prest is a coffee shop and bookstore. That opened up uh, this past year on Bay Street and uh, appears to be doing very, very well. So hopefully we'll talk with that owner at a future on a future show. And we also have Plum, which is a women's clothing. And as Kelly was saying in the last segment, when she added clothing, uh, just a one small rack of clothing outside of her front door at June Taylor. Uh, that got a lot of attention. I, th- I mean, that's one thing that, I mean, I'll stop and look at a rack of clothes every every day of the week uh, if it's sitting on the sidewalk and I'm passing by. Um, it's something fun to do, even if I don't need anything, even if I don't plan to buy anything, I'm definitely going to stop and flip through those, those uh, shirts and shorts and skirts and jackets just to see, you know, if I'm missing something in my wardrobe that I must, must have. So that's uh women's clothing is always a big draw. Uh, we would love to have more women's clothing downtown. So if you are a business owner and you're looking for uh, a location, uh, it might be hard to find one for you, but I definitely want you on my list because anytime something opens up uh, in downtown, we definitely want to have people who are waiting uh, and ready to move in so that we don't have any sort of vacancy that, causes that property owner to maybe flip to office or, or some other use that is not the highest and best for that particular location. So so hopefully uh, Plum and Prest will join us and we'll have to try to reschedule with Colin since he's not able to call in. Um, one other thing though that I wanted to mention is that we have you know a lot of folks that have been in downtown for a long, long time. So we'll be talking about some of our hidden gems in, in the weeks to come as well. Uh, Bay Street Bistro. If you have not dined at Bay Street Bistro, uh, I really encourage you to do so. Uh, James, uh, the the chef and the owner, is um, you know it's just amazing food and wonderful atmosphere, and uh, and it's it's one of those sort of off the beaten path places. If if you've lived here for a long long time, you might remember the Antiquarian. Uh, that was the restaurant that originally housed that spot back when I moved here in 1999. So if you know where the Antiquarian was uh, back on on Bay Street, that's where Bay Street Bistro is today. So check him out on Facebook and online, and he takes reservations for Friday and Saturday nights. So, in fact, that's where I'm headed this Saturday night with another couple. We're going to have a couple's dinner night at Bay Street Bistro. I'm looking very much forward to it. It's been a while since I've been there, so shame on me. But we've got other hidden gems that we'll be talking about in future shows. A lot of great businesses and folks who've been here for a long, long time and have a lot of history with downtown and things that have happened over the years and can give us some insight on maybe what to expect in the future. Who knows? So when we get back, uh, we should have another call, and that should be – Uh, Chase Parker with Lakeland magic. So he's going to give us an update on what's happening uh, with the magic when we return from the next break. We're back with downtown dish. This is Julie Townsend and I'm your host for the next, I don't know, 12 minutes or so before we call it a day, get back into that nasty cold weather. Uh, Not looking forward to that at all, but I am looking forward to speaking to my next guest on the phone, Chase Parker. Chase, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Chase, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Uh, You spoke. uh, I know I've met you multiple times. You are the mascot for the Lakeland Magic as well, and you've come to First Friday and some other events and entertained folks. And um, but you you were speaking at the grand opening uh, ribbon cutting of the well the other day. And I thought you had lots of good information to share and thought, you know, this is a big part of our downtown, big part of our city. So I wanted to give you the yeah. opportunity to tell the masses.
2: For sure. I appreciate it, Julia. Thanks for having me. Um, so, yeah, I am Chase Parker, uh, director of live entertainment and community relations with the Lakeland Magic. Um, for the people who do not know who the Lakeland Magic are, we are the uh, nba G League affiliate of the Orlando Magic. So just think uh minor leagues of basketball. Um we're uh the reigning nba G League champions. Um so we, we uh won the championship um last season. Um our season goes from November through April. So we play we play games starting in November, um and our last game's on April second this year. Um and just a little bit about us, um, you know, first of all with our games, uh, you know, we got a lot going on during our games. Um, You know, we really pride ourselves in our in-game entertainment. Um, You know, like um, Julie was saying, we have our mascot, Swish, who does a lot um, during the games. You know, you're definitely going to see him if you come to a game, always has new stuff um, going on during the game. But um, along with that, we have a a family zone, which is fun for fun for the kids. We have big inflatables there Um, and, you know, just, just, just a lot going on um, at at the game. So, you know, not as big as, as an NBA game. Um, you know, like if you were to go to your Orlando magic, but we do have, um, very good entertainment and it's still a lot of fun, just a lot more affordable. Um, so we have tickets low as 10, as low as $10. Um, so like I said, um, you're not going to find, uh, many pro sports teams, um, that are, that are going to be that, that, that affordable for you. Um, but, uh, but, um, it's, it's, it's good quality entertainment and it's, it's a fun time too. um, we have our upcoming games um, this Friday um, and Saturday, so this this weekend. Uh, Friday the 28th is our Face and Family Night, um, so we're gonna that's that's gonna be a big uh, kind of a, a, a big game that that we got coming up. Um, gonna have a lot of people there. Um, it's gonna be a fun time. It's free parking um, for, for for everybody. So um, if, if if you come to that game this Friday, it's gonna be free parking um, this Friday only. We do not normally do that, so definitely come. Take advantage of that. Um, And then this Saturday, we're going to have our Orlando Magic night as well. Um, And we're going to actually have stuff. The mascot from the Orlando Magic um, will be there also. So going to be another fun one that that, that you don't want to miss on Saturday. And we have many other games coming up in February as well. Um, We do giveaways at all of our games. Um, So something that we're doing for the first time this season, um, every single day, or, or excuse me, every single game, Um, You're going to get a giveaway at the door when you when you come in. Um, We've done everything from bobblehead T-shirts. On the 28th, we're going to be giving away mini basketballs to every fan that comes in. Or excuse me, for the first thousand fans that come in. Um, And then on the 29th, we'll have Orlando Magic themed T-shirts as well. So um, that's something else. Something else that we also do for the fans if if you come to a game. Um, But you know, we we don't only just uh, you know have basketball games. Obviously, it's a big part of of our organization, but we also do a lot in the community. Um, as being the director of community relations, um, that's obviously what I um, kind of head up. And um, I am huge on the community and really trying to get involved. Um, as an organization, we're always trying to get involved. Um, and uh, we do that a lot with our mascot, Swish, um, who's always going out to different events. Um, if you have, if you're a business, if you're a nonprofit, or you're an organization that has events going on um, or you've got something coming up, that you know you want to have some more entertainment at or you want to partner up with us um, we would love to do that um, you can reach out to me um, my email cparker at lakelandmagic.com um, or you can also give me a call too, um, to to my, uh, my my office phone which is 863-825-3261 so feel free to reach out to me i would love to you know we, we would love to um, be part of your of your uh, <clears throat> event that you got going on. Um, you can follow our mascot Swish on Instagram and Twitter also. Um, it's Swish underscore Lakeland. Um, so you can, and that's a good way just to see what he's doing in the community, where he's at. Um, you know, always trying, he's very active on there. And then also our team um, Instagram and Twitter also, which is uh, Lake. So, uh, Lake, if you just type in Lakeland Magic on Instagram or Twitter, it'll pop up on there. Give us a follow, keep up with us. Um, we're very active on there, just so you can know you can know what's what's going on, what giveaways we're doing, and all that. Um, so, yeah, um, as far as that goes, you know, um, that's kind of what that's that's what we're all about. Like I said, we're huge in the community, um, huge working with nonprofits, um, and uh, you know, just just really trying to get involved in any way that 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 we possibly can. So, if you even think there's any way that you know that we might be able to help you or join your event or something like that, just please reach out to us. Let us know, um, and we'll do everything we can to uh, to work with you and help you out. Um, well, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, you are very enthusiastic. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I, talk, I, I, talk, I talk kind of fast, so I'm sorry. I hope everyone can stay with me. That's right. Well, we, we, <laughs> we, we record these so people can come back another oh, at another good. time and, and, and see the link on the Perfect. the the radio's website and and listen Amazing. to any of the previous shows but we'll definitely Amazing. plug you we love having you as part of our events because you know folks really like um hanging out with mascots i don't know what it is yeah. about mascots but <laughs> and, yeah uh, yeah so what you you had the grinch uh, at christmas at one of your we games did. as well what did you what did you in the grinch do what did y'all did. trouble we did you to, get into yeah.
2: Yeah, so for our, our holiday themed game, um, we did have the Grinch there. Uh, the Grinch Who Stole Christmas was there. Um, so Swish was uh was doing was doing a few things during the game. Um, he was going to do a half court shot, and the Grinch ended up coming and stealing his basketball <laughs> from the court before he was going to do half court shot. And one thing you got to know about our mascot is you're not going to steal anything from him, or <laughs> else you're going to pay. So uh, so throughout the game, we were trying, you know searching he was searching for the Grinch finally found him and he poured a bunch of popcorn all over him got his ball back everybody was cheering so but just just things like that you know that we got you know yes it's fun to watch to watch the games they're good games good talent um you know it's NBA talent you know right. um but other than that you know uh we we also have a lot of entertainment going on there's a lot of stuff going on you know you're going to get involved whether it's a visit from our mascot or you're um, playing in a game or you're having fun in the family zone you know there's just there's there's a lot going on and you're not going to be sorry that 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 you came and it's definitely worth the money
0: 100%. Oh, absolutely. And that's that's the big thing is that we do right. have quality NBA games here with uh I mean right. the championship team for goodness sake. So Exactly, exactly, uh, yeah. And it's just much easier to drive to the RP Funding Center, much easier right. to park at the RP Funding Center, definitely right. much easier on the pocketbook to get, sure. yeah, this quality play and, you know, to support these guys. Cause how many, I mean, I'm sure some of them leave this team, right. And go to the yeah. magic themselves.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we actually just had a uh, league wide, uh, the G league had a lot of call-ups. Um, so yeah, guys, guys can get called up to, to the NBA can get called up to the Orlando magic. Um, and we've had a lot of guys actually recently um, we had, at least four guys, um, I believe that got called up, um, to the NBA. We got, I know one of our, two of them for sure is, are, are, is on the Orlando magic roster right now. Um, which is, which is pretty awesome. So, so that's, like I said, you know, that, that's NBA talent, you know, um, right. and you know, a lot of the time we get guys that were in the NBA that come down to the G league. So, you know, you're, you're seeing basically the same, the same talent, the same, the same level of competition. You're seeing it for a lot less money and <laughs> closer the, really. It's, the same Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And you're closer. There's no bad seats in our arena. Um, you know, we do have a few different prices for seats, but there really is no bad seats in our arena. Honestly, um, just kind of the way our arena's set up, and um, you know where you're at. Um, you know, you're always gonna you're always gonna be able to uh, you know be close to the action, um, and obviously, you know a lot of a lot of entertainment going on, a lot of fun stuff. So.
0: Yeah. Well, I appreciate you calling in and you gave us a lot of good information about the magic and very quickly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, it again. was fast. It was a lot there. It was a lot. <laughs> that's but, okay. That's all right. Yeah. It's yeah. uh it's a lot to digest and uh, you're very enthusiastic. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Appreciate you calling in and um we'll definitely be sharing the events that are happening with the magic in our newsletter. Maybe. We send our newsletter out on Thursdays. Uh, once a week we send a newsletter out, e newsletter. Uh, to all of the folks that sign up. And it's also a text service, so you can uh, go to our website and sign up for that e-newsletter if you want to learn about everything that's happening that particular week. We send it out once a week, so we'll definitely include all of your events so people can learn about it uh, if they sign up for our no- newsletter. But, of course, they can also go to lakelandmagic.com and get all the details as right. well and contact you through that site as well, I suspect. That's right. Okay, well, that's great. Right. That's Chase. amazing. I appreciate that, Julie. All Thank right. you so much for having me. Anytime. Thanks. So. All right. yep. We'll wrap it up with uh, just a couple of uh, quick updates on upcoming events. First Friday is next Friday, February fourth. It's our Mardi Gras themed event. We'll have a little mini walking parade. Uh, we'll have um, some bead throwing from the balcony over Harry's, like we did two years ago. We've only done our Mardi Gras theme once, uh, and last year we had to cancel pretty much all First Fridays. But we um, we're excited to have. Uh, Our Mardi Gras theme back and hopefully grow that into a a really super cool fun event uh, over the years. Um, So come out on February 4th and see us at First Friday. And then we've got many fun events uh, coming up uh, the following weekend festive flicks, uh, Valentine Block Party. You can check all of that out on our website downtownlkld.com and of course you can listen to this show or any of the other shows that were previously recorded uh, on the website um, wlkf.com all the Ask the Experts Ask the Experts shows are there but definitely check out all the previous editions of Downtown Dish so thanks for listening we'll see and hear you next week with Downtown Dish I say see every time but I don't see you I don't see you but thanks for listening everyone next time bye bye
1: Never.